The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Shelf. It's me, it's me. It is your host, Lee Walker, and I am joined by as you would know him as the perched on the top rope correspondent. But here, he's a top shelf collector, Justin Largito. My man, how you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm ready to talk some of these Mattel legends that we uh, have got come to appreciate over the last few years. So, originally when they came out, I mean, I wasn't collecting but when I started collecting the original series of the box, I actually did not like. It was the same reason why I'm not a fan or was not a fan at the time when I would see the elites, the early elites, with like how big the boxes were. But we're doing something special for this episode. As you see, I have two recent wwe elite legends which this is series 15 the lex luger and the lex luger chase and yes they are signed the chase says nwo wolfpack for life while the regular one says nwo signed lex luger justin we know that the series came back at series eight and the box was the 2020 version of the regular elites. As you can see, like they've got the, on the side there, just like the cutoff, just like how the 2020 is uh very, very short cutoff. Um, like how the 2016 style boxes were a little bit. So at first that was disappointing that they were the same box, at least style, because, you know, when you, you're doing a whole series like this, that's they've continued and have a lot of success with compared to its predecessor. That was a special box compared to what was coming out at the time. Now I'm happy that they changed the 2021 box in 2022 even though the style isn't exactly what's best for the figure or dis how how to display the figure with the prime example being that edge where his hands are down when they should be up with his you know wolf pack sign there and we don't we don't see that the hands are down so it makes me like happy now that the 20 that that the legends have this style box because even though it's an older style elite box it's still a box of their own. Yeah, and I was very worried when they did the switch to the new boxes in the main elite line the 2021-2022 because we had had so many of these legends in the 2020 box by that point especially when they're coming out with for example, you had the DX Army that they came out with over four series. You had Billy Gunn in one series, Triple H in the next. 
they doubled up on Road Dog in China and the one after that. And then this most recent one that's actually shipping right now has X-Pac. Now, as a men on card collector of these, I would hate to have it where it's Billy and Triple A 2020 style box. And then they moved on to the 2021-2022 style where it's Road Dog China and X-Pac. It just doesn't match up. And that's why I like the AEW line so much, even though this isn't about AEW, but just to give an example, all those boxes match, except when it comes to like the unrivaled line and the unmatched line, where it's pretty much just a difference of color. The unrivaled, you have the gold t- top and the gold back to the card, and the unmatched, you have the silver top and the blue back to the card. So I just like the uniformity of it, and that's why I'm glad they kept the 2020 style cases. I am too, because if they would have switched, I would have been kind of upset. Because this is something, you know, it's 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 its own series in the line, which, you know, kind of like the Ruthless Aggression and this and that, they don't really have, you know, their box art is different. They don't have their own box because it's still, you know, the same boxes as the regular elites. These legends I love because of the box now. At first I was like, oh, there's no difference between the box besides the artwork. That's kind of dumb. I thought they'd do something, you know, more special. Yeah. When you get to really take a look at it compared to the new box style, they're beautiful. The artwork, like on this one, like with Lex, you know, it's got the, the the old school WWE logo with legends underneath, but it's spray painted NWO. You know, they spray painted over it with the NWO. Yeah, and they did the the same thing with the DX elites in the Legends line, where they had the DX spray painted instead. Yeah, you know, the only the only gripe I really have honestly with the box itself is I've never been a fan of the old school WWE logo. I wish Vince would have never messed that up when they were over in England where he couldn't use the WWF logo anymore, you know, but that is what it is. I I think, I, I think they're great. And if you're a guy like me as a figure collector, who's not so much about, the new figures coming out or the new people I'm about the legends. I've officially become that old fan, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the logo right there says it all. I I'm that old school fan. Now it's weird, but it is what it is. Anyway, Justin, you know, we just gave like a brief review with, with the Luger of series 15 we know that on there was pre-order at Target for Series 16, which included Baruch, Bradshaw. I don't remember the rest. <laughs> so it was uh, Farouk, Bradshaw of the Acolytes instead of the APA. Finally, fans. Yep. Uh, Rey Mysterio based off ECW One Night Stand 2006. And Molly Holly, or excuse me, Mighty Molly with the Molly Holly Chase. So that one is cool because you're pretty much getting two different versions of Molly Holly who's never had an elite before. So that's pretty cool. That is really cool. And and for me, the cool thing is, as a fan who gets these figures signed, realistically, you have a great shot with Ron Simmons. You have a a pretty good shot with uh, Bradshaw, JBL. We just recently met him at a showcase of legends. 
we got to sit in a bar with them, take photos, got all our freaking figures signed, including their chases, which we'll be talking about chases here soon with figures. Just a whole episode of chases. Our favorite ones, which ones we don't like, who has the most chases, who has the least, and everything in between. But we were able to meet Ron and JBL. Great time. You know, they were super cool, super friendly. Uh, JBL does not do appearances much. So that's why I think he's he'd be a little harder to get signed. But is, if he starts coming around more, like I think will happen, then you've got a great shot of getting that signed. Now we know with Fitterman Sports taking over the WWE signings and kind of controlling that for their 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 brand and business and everything. You have realistically you got a great shot at sending that figure in to get signed. You know, my favorite Rey Mysterio signed figure is my ringside collectibles, the Flash Rey Mysterio in the Flash gear that he wore. But if I get that I I mail that legends in I might have a new favorite, but you know, I also like when WWE, when his elites have done WCW ring gear, like when he has the WCW cruiserweight championship in the 2015 series. Uh, I, I just love them. And mighty Molly, she works for WWE. So you have the same thing there. If Fitterman has her for a signing. So realistically you can get that whole series signed. I would say fairly easy compared to most other series of elites or legends or any other figure line out there. Yeah, definitely. And obviously Rey Mysterio more than likely be the hardest one to get out of that set signed, but you know, Ron comes to us quite a bit in Albany JBL. He's poking his head in and out with appearances recently he just did WrestleCon. You talked about how we saw him at Showcase last year. Molly Holly is another one. She doesn't poke her head out very much, but she does do appearances. So it's possible. It's just a matter of bringing her in. Yeah, and it it doesn't even have to be a matter of meeting them because with Fitterman, you can just mail them in. I mean, and I always tell everybody, if you're mailing something in, mail your figure in a case absolutely even if you're going to meet them put your figure in a case but what justin it's so funny because you know we often joke when we we go to like the bigger conventions the amount of figures that we have oh it, it's no joke <laughs> anyone anyone watching this it is no joke it it's honestly no joke because Justin has a shopping cart that he brings with him. Legitimately, it, it, a legit out twice now. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm getting ready to get my own, but that means I have to drive a truck <laughs> to Albany, and that's for me three hours, and that's a lot of gas right now. Mm-hmm. But um, absolutely crazy. It's it's wild. I show up. I show up with boxes. I show up with so many figures. I have to have a friend come with me to hold boxes. He's not lying about that. So uh, I have to do something different 
which means I have to get a shopping cart. But, yo, it's fig life. That's fig life, you know? It's fig life. So, I kind of dig the fact that we review Series 15 first, and we're going to backtrack. Okay. Series 1, because Series 15 is like the latest one that's out now, but it was Series 1 that started it all. Justin, I'm going to ask you before I do this, do you want me to bring out my other two that are autographed? Yeah, why not? Fans, by the way, I met both of them in person, and one of them I've interviewed, which you can find on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. By the way, everyone, he is... uh... He's not the coolest cat in the land because I, I have a Lex Luger sign too. Inscribed NWO right there. And as Lee said, always always get a case. Always get a case. idea how i'm fitting this all on here but i'm gonna do my best oh man (laughs) sorry lex oh wow so ladies and gentlemen what is in front of me are Series one of the original WWE legends. Now they weren't considered elite figures, but they are in fact elite. Like they have the bend at the stomach. They have all the joint movements and everything like elite figures do, but the packaging is a lot different. It is literally all bubble. Justin, this whole thing is all bubble. It's all plastic. And just a very thin back for a card. That's a thick fucking bubble, too. I might have... Yeah, it's really thick. Like, I mean, you can... I, I don't want to do that anymore. But you can you can hit the bubble, and it's not going anywhere. And my figures are in really good shape. I, I keep them like that. Uh, To the point, what's really neat is on the bottom and on the back, Justin, the bubble actually wraps around on the card itself. Oh, does it? it I didn't even know that. But yeah, so that's what makes this really unique. It's the fact that it's not also glued. See? Right here. See The bubble wraps around and, and all the stuff is on the inside of the bubble to the figure. Like... You know, and they come with its own uh, display stand. Now, the bubble itself, aside from that back, is attached to the card. Now, on both ends along the seam, 
the bubble is literally right at the end of the card. And then, you know, you got the little bit up top, but yeah, these are very, very bubbly. Now, one thing that I love that the Legends line originally started with was the fact that, yes, this is Series 1 in front of you, including the tag team pack of the Bushwhackers that I have. But this Series 1 and the tag team Series 1 were actually different series. While they are in the same line, on the back of the cards, they are different because... The tag team packs on the back only showcase the tag teams. The individuals only showcase the individuals. So like for Series 1, in the singles, there's Dusty Rhodes, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Road Warrior Hawk, Road Warrior Animal, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Sergeant Slaughter. In the tag team packs, you have the Bushwhackers, you have Rowdy Piper and Cowboy Bob Orton, and you have the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Now, one thing I wish this Legends line did would be instead of selling the tag teams individually, selling them in a two-pack like they did with like they originally did. And this, and I believe all the tag teams were Toys R Us exclusives. Yep. So back then, they had exclusives just like Target and Walmart does, but Toys R Us was the place to go. So when you see these now, these are super rare in itself because Toys R Us is no longer in business besides Canada. I mean, Justin, the artwork is just beautiful on these. All drawn yeah. just like, you know, just like on, you know, the other series. Uh, again, they stuck with the same logo. Because it's the same logo from a ridge from one that you have on your series fifteen to this day, which is really cool that they stuck with that, and they even kind of stuck with the coloring. If you notice, with the yellows, the dark browns, the black, you know, on the side here, it, it's just and just like on the sides, you've got the legends. This one, you know, displays the names and everything on them. It's just, I really wish they did a tag team pack in the newer ones because, like you just said, we have Ron Simmons, Farouk, and Bradshaw coming out as the accolades, which we have not had those as an elite figure. But, like, how cool would that have been to have them in a tag team pack? Oh, yeah, and they definitely could have because I, I think the Legends line so far has been very successful since it, came back a few years ago. So I would love to see more two packs and, you know, other, other things be implemented into that. Even if the two packs aren't a target exclusive and say they're a ringside exclusive or a Mattel creations exclusive that they like to use a lot now, because you could easily do a two packs with just one series, let's say acolytes. And then you obviously have head shrinkers coming later on and you could do the small and SWAT team. You know, there's three packs e easy right there. And that also opens up spots in the main line, the singles line, for more names to be in that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to, you know, and, and 
it would just be really cool to see. You know, I think, you know, if you could do it back then, you can do it today. Obviously, you're going to charge the two packs different, which I think is might be the reason why they don't do it because they'd have to charge more. Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting two figures. There's more plastic. There's, you know, there's more to make for the, you know, getting the figure in the, you know, and stuff like that. But I think it would be really cool. And, you know, when you look, Justin, you know, from the, the older legends to the newer ones, the face paint, the, you know, you know, these were, you know, didn't come with, you know, different hands or, or different feet. I don't even know if, you know, the early elites, you know, there was that capability of doing any of that. I don't think there is, you no. know, the newer elites. So, oh, yeah. The changeable hands and heads that came, around, that came around in 2018. Okay. So like, you know, the newer elites, come with more bang for your buck i would say you know because you get the different hands and this and that but if you're a collector of loose if you're a collector of mock and you're a collector of the legend series you have to have them all justin i know you just started collecting not too long ago all in its own right but maybe all of two years now maybe yeah 2020 so it'd be about two years now so you collect the new legends line looking at these boxes and everything like we had just talked about are these going to be something you kind of start to look up and maybe uh it's it's very possible uh yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna lie i do kind of prefer the 2020 box style because I do feel it's a little a little more modern and a little more sturdy compared to the original boxes. But I mean, yeah, you look at Ricky Steamboat there, you have the AWA versions of Animal and Hawk out there, the two packs. It's the that first few wave waves of legends that they did in the early 2010s were so good. And another thing I like, it was coming off the Jack Steel ending. And obviously, Jax had the classic superstars. They found a way to make all these guys who were in the classic superstars line, make them completely different. You know, like we had Sergeant Slaughter, completely different gear from his classic superstars. Road Warriors, completely different look. It, it, it was great, honestly. And you had the guys like Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man never had a classic superstars. But this was pretty much our first time getting them in a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I was originally not a fan of the boxes, to be honest with you again, because I thought they were too big and bulky and this and that, but you know, and as years have gone on, you know, I go back now because these, I wasn't collecting back then. And at first I didn't like them, but then now as a collector started who started collecting the Legends line as Series 8 first came out, being all excited about it, I said to myself, what about the earlier series? And 
I've been fortunate enough to get my first one signed, which was Road Warrior Animal, who I was very fortunate enough to interview. I had him interview this, a classic, his elite. And his Hasbros, I had three sets, I believe, signed. And then the last thing I had him sign was is something really cool, is I have the final approval art for the ice cream box that he was on during the Attitude Era, which is cool. And fans, you can hear that interview at youtube.com slash person on the top rope. So again, Justin, I'm a fan overall of the Legend series because these are guys, a lot of guys I watched as kids, but like now the newer ones are going more into like a ruthless aggression era of, you know, of those that we're getting. We're still getting some attitude era guys mixed in there, you know. WWE really exhausted a lot of their legends early on throughout the series. In the old style box, we have a Jake Roberts. It's in my office. It's signed. We also got in the newer style series, not one, not two, not three, but four different Jake the Snake Roberts and that's including the chases because every time he's come out, he's been the chase. So, you know, we've seen Jake get them. There's one right there. One. We're just gonna we're just gonna line up Jake here. There we go. There's two. Well, I didn't see the one in your left. Yeah. Yeah. The okay. Yeah, these are both the uh, both the standard versions of the respective sets. Yeah, so, this one series thirteen, this one series eight. And I know you can't see it because it's off screen, but I literally right on my feet is just a mountain of of figures right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm struggling at this moment. Oh, here oh. I, I have. We're not even talking about him right now, but here's Ted DiBiase, the, the chase. <laughs> I remember when you got that autograph because I was so jealous of the color. And yeah. then I told I told Nick the uh, the color I want on mine, and it's not the same. So I'm gonna have to go and get another one signed. Well, Speaking of signed figures, you know, Justin to my left. There's a Series 1 Elite. I don't know why I'm saying Elite. There's a Series 1 Legends and some bubble wrap. I see. Fans, I just got this figure, and it was for all intents purposes for this show, but also as a completist, I wanted it, and it was a great price. And I just want you all to know I have no clue what's inside that bubble wrap right now. (laughs) So it's actually been sitting inside the box for like a week before I even pulled it out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, 
we're going to show this off. This is a live unboxing right here, everyone. I know you don't know who it is, which I did on purpose. Oh, I know. You see that, ladies and gentlemen? Goosebumps right there. In anticipation for all this. Box is in great shape. At ease, maggot. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter. Series one, Legends. That was so funny to me when you brought up the fact that Sergeant Slaughter, compared to his classics, had different gear. Yep. You can see that on the side, it says Corpse. Got the that, looks, that looks great in white, by the way. <laughs> And it's thick on white. It's really thick on there. Like you can, like that's wow. not thin. You know. So again, you can see the condition is great. Again, wraps around something very unique that they've done with no other figure since. See how that. Yeah, because Jax never, ever did a Sergeant Slaughter like that. It was always the early 90s WWF style. Yeah. So, as you know, Justin, I'm I'm a, a completist with these. Um, the fact I know that I'll never find a signed Hawk. I know there's signed Dusties out there of these, but they're in Sharpie, and I'm kind of like, I, yeah. I don't want money like that. Um, I do have a signed Dusty Rhodes classic. Actually, in, it's in paint pen. I do have it. I have a PSA or JSA. I, I, it's certified. I don't remember which one I did with it, but um, very beautiful figure. Uh, you know, in in Slaughter's classics, we saw him with all the camo and all, you know, all that different stuff. And he was a one of a hundred and a one of this and that, and all these different ones that he had had. This is a figure of slaughter. We've never had in any series whatsoever. This is the only one where he, we have of Sergeant slaughter with a white tank top in the, the very old school early days of the the blue with the you know the writing down the side in the red yeah you know we've never really gotten that so cool figure um now there is a difference fans there's these uh, with the legends you know up here with the logo and we'll we'll have to talk about this too justin there is a very very short-lived hall of fame series mm -hmm. and that hall of fame series was the same box as these legends now 
I don't remember who they made them all of. I know that there is one of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And, you know, those were the original uh, series to the Hall of Fame, which we would see get, you know, relived back in 2014, 2015, and was short-lived to uh, 2016 when it came back. Yeah, so I actually do have a Hall of Fame list that at least was in this style box. There weren't too many of them, but there are a few. We had Dusty Rhodes, Jimmy Snuka, Ricky Steamboat, Sergeant Slaughter, Stone Cold, and Terry Funk. Now, the Hall of Fame versions of these figures, because they, they are, for the most part, re-releases of their, the Legends figures. They uh, are. These come, yeah, these come with... A Hall of Fame plaque along with it. Yep. And then it looks like they're all in different poses from the original Legends figure. So at least they're the bubble is different, the pose is different. And then obviously at the top, instead of the WB Legends logo, it has the Hall of Fame logo around that time. Yep, they are uh they are all different. Everyone who's posed is uh different. Uh, the plaque is a really cool thing to have. I'm I I know you know I'm not a fan of re-release. No, not at all. That is just uh, kind of like a no-no to me. But you know, that's that's it is what they are. I don't have any of those Hall of Fame elites. N not at least of the older ones. I don't have them. I, I don't even know where to begin to... Well, there's one on eBay of Ricky Steamboat for $45, but it's the tab is ripped. Yeah. Uh, You know, I know that these are fairly rare. But I believe that's the only run of the first series that they had done, and then they brought it back. Okay, here they are. I'm now they're popping up. Here's a Terry Funk. Sergeant Slaughter, it's the same gear, obviously. They're cool figures. The boxes are cool, but again, uh, you know, some are re-releases, and these were the only ones. They didn't They didn't do anything after that. Yeah. You know, like, we had Terry Funk 
Here's the funny thing. We had Terry Funk in the uh, Hall of Fame line. And he's a re-release because he was in the Legends line from Series 2. And so that's a, just that's because we're on this Terry Funk. That figure actually is being re-released as an ultimate later year. They revealed it at San Diego Comic-Con. I forgot what the exact name of the line is going to be, but it's an ultimate edition. It's uh, Coliseum Corner. I want to okay. Wow. Well, I'm a huge fan of but uh, that Terry Funk, that's supposed to be the exact same as the Legends Terry Funk. So it's the same as the Legends, and it's the same as his Hall of Fame figure, because there's... Yes. All right. Honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd buy all yeah, the old so pretty, it's Yeah, it's the same as it's the same Terry Funk. I would buy that, but the problem I have is is I I want to get the stuff signed he's he's not signing anymore so yeah that, that's I, the only downfall I know that sounds selfish of me but oh well I guess sorry <laughs> anyway Justin it's just the figure of the week ladies and gentlemen for episode three, it is Justin's turn to reveal figure of the week, why he picked figure of the week, and what the fuck is figure of the week. <laughs> Take it away. Okay. So I'm going to incorporate a little bit of what's going on in wrestling right now with my figure of the week this week. So unless you've been living under a rock, you know, about a week and a half ago, Vince McMahon announced his retirement. From WB on Twitter. Now, you can say whatever you want about the allegations going against Vince. All the controversy around Vince, which we, for the most part, know about. Vince is easily the most influential figure in all of wrestling. Wrestling would not be at the level it is without Vince McMahon. We wouldn't have WrestleMania. We wouldn't have seen the growth of WCW throughout the mid-90s without the competition. We wouldn't have seen e ECW get to a level that it got to in the late 90s. Who knows if we'd even see an AEW today or a Ring of Honor or a TNA or an Impact. You know, Vince brought wrestling to a whole nother level when it needed to go to a whole nother, le nother level. And, you know, re wrestling's my life. And I'll, I'll say that right now. I love wrestling. <laughs> more than just about anything in the world and that I have to thank Vince for but to bring that back to wrestling figures that's another thing we have to thank Vince for because who knows if we'd even get LJNs or Hasbros or you know any of that but my figure of the week for this week is Elite Series 70 Vince McMahon now I, a lot of people aren't too big on this figure. I enjoy it, honestly. You have Vince 
the nice baby blue blazer with the WB, WB logo in this case. I can't use the WBF, obviously. One thing I find very unique is it has the blue interview box that you stand on, which I don't think that's ever been included with any other figures like a Gene Okerlund or any other interviewer. You have the microphone right there with the yellow WB logo. And this is kind of similar, I believe, to his classic superstars in this look for Vince. But I I think Mattel did a great job on it. I I feel like this was re-released. I think it's the same figure as the Build-A-Figure in that WrestleMania set from earlier this year with uh, the WrestleMania 3 Vince. But still an awesome figure. Yeah, Vince on the side there. That's another thing I, I like about the new Legends line in the 2020 style box because you say you don't want to put them face out, you want to save some space and put them to the side. You have the nice artwork right there on the side that the original Legends boxes didn't have. Then you got Vince on the back. Nice photo. But yeah, uh, obviously one day I would love to run into Vince and get a signature on this. I don't know how likely that ever is, but yeah. That's going to be my figure of the week, and thank you, Vince, for everything. Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. McMahon, for everything you've done for us fans in the wrestling business. The allegations aside, it is what it is. But you're absolutely right. Like when you go to display these on the side, you really can't because instead of having the artwork on the side, it's actually in the box. Yeah. So the way I have all mine displayed is they're all facing out, which I don't like doing for the room purposes. Like the classics, you had their name on the side in the gold. Uh, you know, the elites now. You have it like this, so if you display it on the side, you at least know who you're looking at, and you have something better to look at than just the name of the person. Or in this case, well, you'd actually see part of the figure type deal. Yeah. Now, Justin, were you able to order the Series 16? I was. I have... Two on pre-order. Just because you mentioned that, I'm going to look again just to make sure they weren't canceled, but I have two on pre-order. <laughs> uh, and I'm still receiving my Series 15, actually. I think... Because Tar- Let me, I'll point this out, too. Target is a pain in the ass when it comes to shipping their Legends figures. Because even if you get past the stage where they pack it absolutely terribly and it gets to you and it's damaged... I ordered two orders of Legends figures for Series 15. They are shipping each figure in an individual box. <laughs> so I have eight boxes coming to my house with Legends figures. Wow. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I assume they ship them from other stores, and that's why. Because one of them I have coming from Arizona. One of them I have coming from Oregon. One of them I have coming from Syracuse. So it's like all over the place. It's not coming from one specific distribution center. Wow. And now, I just look, I, I do still have them pre-ordered. Thank God. Now I obviously got screwed out of series 15. Uh, thankfully 
Justin was able to go to a store and find a Lex Luger for me for the signing. And of course I went to eBay uh, to get the chase figure. I paid $45 for it, but whatever I wanted it and I needed it. And I was going to be very upset if I did not have both signed. So I paid the extra. To me, it was worth it. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. I, it's not your money. It was mine. So, Justin, you said you've been getting your Series 15. Who has shown up so far? Uh, so far, nobody. Oh. Uh, thankfully, I, I have Lex, which I got from a Target store. Now, I want to say, and I'm not even going to look it up because they're they're all coming either way. They're all, all shipped. I believe today being delivered, because I got the notification was out for delivery, is Stacy Keebler and either Kane or X-Pac, I want to say. I don't think the Lugers are here yet. If you get all chases like the last couple of times, I'm going to be mad. Which, hey, Justin, do you... It's got to go on. Oh, I was about to ask... Last week, you showed off a Chase figure. You remember? I do. But since then, something else has happened involving same said Chase figure. Oh, yes. Give, give me one second. Oh, technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so I talked about how I ordered AEW Unmatched. No, I'm sorry, AEW Unrivaled. Series 10. Excuse me, this is a Series 9. Series 10 I'm waiting on. But never received an AEW chase before. Opened the box, to my surprise. Thunder Rosa, 1 of 5,000. So, of course, I was excited to get the chase, but me being the crazy person I am, I need the regular edition as well. So I put in a ringside order for another Funderosa. So put in that order, comes about a week later. Open the box, and what's the first thing I see when I open it face down? Another Chase Thunderosa. You can imagine my disbelief at this. Now, have you... Have I you annoyed because before, and this past... While I was, and I could have bought a signed Thunderosa at the merch table that night. Standard edition. <laughs> Uh, man, look at the excitement on his face holding two chase figures. Now, Justin, you're actually frozen, so I'm sure you can't hear me. But look at the excitement on that dude's face right there. By the way, that Thunder Rosa is not cheap either on eBay. Which I'm going to look that up because I'm I'm fairly curious now. Because prior to this, I was just looking up 
uh, some of the chase figures. So I want to kind of see what the uh, Thunder Rosa chase is going for. Buy it now, 194, 102, 189, 250, 250, 225. Nah, 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 these are too much. I like the 100 ones better. All right. Man, Justin, the, uh, the excitement on your face holding two chase figures is quite the... was quite the show for us. I had to pick him up again. Why can't my name start with a C? Why can't it be like Carl Two Chases or something like that? You know? <laughs> now, I got my first chase, which is uh, Britt Baker, minus signed. So I'm, I'm hoping, fans, I can per- persuade my friend here to sell me that chase. There's a possibility of that. If you saw the excitement, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) So we went over the differences between the original style of the Legend series to its current style from the box to the artwork, everything included and what was not included. Justin, overall, it you know, we, we always see box style changes. We see them every year. Uh, one thing we didn't see them was uh, with the classics, actually, until towards the end when they started doing the more articulation of what the elites are now with like the different joints and the, you know, in the stomach and things like that. If you had to pick... Which would be your favorite? That is, I, I hate that you ask me that. <laughs> Are you going? I, I'm just, I, these these legends have just been knocking out of the park recently. It's so hard to kind of pick one. But let me let me go for the last few series. See which one kind of pops out at me the best. You know. Um, I'm just going through the checklist right now. Honestly, I really like the uh, latest Scott Hall that they did. I like the Macho Man Series 11 with the Creamer in the hand, which also had a chase. I thought that was pretty cool, actually. The Hurricane I really liked, oddly enough. I think the, the Neon Green really popped. And the Cowboy Bob Orton, I know it's a fucking peg warmer, but I think that's like the perfect Bob Orton figure, to be honest with you. It has the cast, the the vet, the vest, the cowboy hat, the boxing gloves. I, I feel like that's just so perfect. Yeah, that was a really cool one. That was a really cool one. Uh, mean Mark Callis, I like only because, and it's ironic because I'm wearing an Undertaker shirt right now, but Mean Mark Callis, because... Whoever thought we would see that in a WB figure line? Ever. <laughs> it's crazy, some of, some of these that we're getting. I mean, but then again, in last week's episode, we talked about the San Diego Comic-Con review. 
Would you ever have thought in the Legends line we would get an AJ Styles out of WCW? Oh, no. Uh, no way. Absolutely not. I, I will point out, I can't believe I forgot about this one. Vader from, from Series 10, where it's the early WCW gear, is the two masks and then the Mastodon helmet. That one's really cool, I think. And... Uh, let, let's let's pour pour drinks out right now for uh, that NWO sting that never came out. You know, terrible timing. <laughs> Rip. Maybe one day. Who knows? But doubt it'll be anytime soon. No. Not at all. Now, uh, Justin, I, I I can talk these figures all day. And, you know, compared to other legends, you know, the early legends gave us a wide variety. You know, we know some that are coming up for the Legends line. Again, as we talked in the San Diego Comic-Con review, which, you know, just my bank account will be in the red after, you know, that. It's terrible. Uh, Justin. We've seen a lot of people have multiple figures within the Legends line already. Who would you like to see that's not in the Legends line crossover into the greatest line of the WWE Elite Series? Yeah, that that's that's a good question because it does open up a lot of possibilities with what we've seen. I liked your idea. I would really like to see a Jushin Thunder Liger at some point. Maybe even an Ultimo Dragon, if possible. You know, just to go with the Cruiserweight Rey Mysterio from WCW. I like that. Now, I have others... But I have I have a few good ones in mind. And you're probably gonna think I'm absolutely crazy. It, I mean, they've already made everything they can out of him. The honky tonk man. Oh. You know, longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. That man strutting and strolling. I'd also like to see much like they've done with others, like how they've done the series. I'd like to see a multi-run series within it of the faces of Foley. Okay. Yeah. That would be cool. I want, I want it differently though. I want, I want a WCW or ECW version of Cactus Jack. I want the, not the mankind in the button up white shirt. I want mankind as mankind when he first came in. Like I want a head with ripped out chunks of his hair, that mankind when he would rip out chunks of his hair. Then dude love. 
I think it'd be a freaking cool idea. That's something I'd love to see. Now, if I'm picking others out of, you know, because they are seemingly going the, you know, starting to get into the ruthless aggression era a little bit, which by Ultimo Dragon is a great one, which by the way, fans, we literally have the only interview with Ultimo Dragon and Sonny Ono. It is a 45-minute interview. You can watch it on YouTube.com slash Perched on the Top Rope, or you can listen to it at Apple Podcast Perched on the Top Rope. And I believe it was episode 37. You know, even though some of the, these guys are signed elsewhere, which which sucks for us that, you know, we can't get certain ones. I'm a huge William Regal fan. I'd love to see him in the elite line. Or again, as like a series, instead of William Regal, Lord Stephen Regal out of WCW with Dave Taylor and a Fit Finley. Or, you know, throughout a series, because I think that would be neat. Or I, I, you still need Fit Finley, but you have Lord Steven Regal, Dave Taylor, is a joke, but Terror Rising. <laughs> no, because William Regal and Dave Taylor did team together in, in WWE for a short time. Yeah. Uh, you know, they also teamed together in WCW with Terror Rising, who we all know is Triple H. Uh, that was the last one was a joke, but those guys are are deserving, in my opinion. Uh, Fit Finley, phenomenal. I always thought a very underrated wrestler. I'd love to see him in the Legends line, but I want him, you know, with the jacket and everything like he wore in WCW, which I have that elite. I'd like to see you know a better articulated face and everything like that, not like how we're getting that new Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah, I I think a WCW Fit Finley would be a great addition to the Legends line. Yeah, you know, or or do a theme throughout the Legend series. You know, as we're seeing them do like the NWO and the DX stuff, why not a whole a whole run as a faction for a series? You know, like series seventeen is um Randy Orton, Batista, Ric Flair, Triple H. And just do an all evolution set. And have it be a special box set different from this that might be like a ringside collectible type deal. You know, that would be really cool. You know, um I like the way they did DX. I like the, how they, you know, were doing the NWO guys and things like that. But imagine if they did like a whole a whole series of it, just in one series, or an NWO Hulk Hogan. Now I know we got the ringside collectibles one with him with the red belt and things like that, but a Hulk Hogan legend as as the bad guy, you know, the NWO run, or even do a. Early WBF 2002 Hollywood Hogan for the oh no wait you know what they are doing that for the WrestleMania elites next year I just remembered yeah I I, I was really forgot you. about that 
I was going to let you finish that out because that you know we talked about that on last week's show. But I'd love to see an NWO Hogan to go along with it. Um, I know he's in the ruthless aggression line. Eric Bischoff would be a good one, you know, maybe like an all manager promoter type deal. Even though there's controversy, Vince Heyman, we are getting a poly dangerously. Yep. Eric Bischoff. It would never happen. Vince Russo, you know, writers and, you know, guys that were on TV, you know, that were, you know, the bad or, you know, have it be Vince, Heyman, Bischoff, Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon in a Bobby the Brain Heenan, but the commentary style, and not yeah. the weak. And that you know what that exactly right there, the Monsoon and Heenan. Another reason why we could benefit from having two packs in the Legends line. Exactly. Is, you know, you could have them come with a bunch of cool accessories, like the head, you know, the headphones that they had on and the, um, you know, maybe a folded up table in the back is the, you know, for the commentary table and stuff as an accessory and everything with them. I think it would be really, really cool. You know, bring back the two packs, you know, commentary tag teams it'd be really really neat to see you know but you know we've also talked that it mattel wants to cut down on 25 percent of all the plastic they're using which scares me yeah you know we've already had the issue with the timothy uh thatcher figure you know was it him or was it cameron i don't remember no, uh, cameron cameron grimes oh yeah it's cameron with the um People thinking there was no plastic to it. But you got to be able to see the figure. And if we're being honest, if you, Justin, if you go from these series elite, series one that are, are sitting in front of us, and if I went and pulled out a 2021, 2022 elite, the amount of window in plastic used is like nothing. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go get one right now. Or do you have one in front of you that you can show us for uh 2021, 2022? Yeah. Uh, I have one behind me. Give me one second. Yeah, go grab it. So here I have Austin Fury, and by the way, you can see how disgusting the pose is in here. It's supposed to be a high-five, people, that, that looks like he's fucking petting himself down there. But, yeah. yeah, there is not much plastic to this at all. No. And as a wrestling fan, we like our figures posing. You know, look at Lex Luger flexing. Sergeant Slaughter and his pose. The Bushwhackers, you know, the I don't want my figure just in a generic. Yeah. No. Like the issue with Edge, his hands are down when his hands 
should be up like this. We don't get that. But that's for another time, ladies and gentlemen. Fans, make sure you tune in next week as we seemingly like doing these comparisons. Justin, I think we should uh, switch things up a bit. I'm going to talk about the figures that I first started collecting. Justin is going to talk about the figures that he first started collecting. And you can date back to when you were a kid, Justin. That's totally fine, because that's exactly what I'm doing. Gotcha. So, ladies and gentlemen, from me, you will be hearing all about WWF Hasbro's, who I had as a kid, who I liked playing with the most. Uh, And as you can see behind me, there's a ton. So you're going to get a ton of great content out of me next week. Justin, where will you be starting? I think I'm going to start right, right about where I started collecting a few years ago, actually. Okay. I think I think my collection's kind of exploded to the point since then where I have enough to talk about. I mean, you did have to literally build an addition off your room, so yeah. I did, and while I'm on the topic, because we were just talking about the two-packs, and the idea popped into my head when you mentioned Hockey Talk Man getting another Elite. We need a two-pack just for the Steiner Brothers and Rhythm and Blues. Let's get a Rhythm and Blues Greg Valentine. We're already getting a retro for him. Let's get an Elite 2. Right? Yeah. Perfect. Like, that would be great in the Legends line, because lately the figures we all get of Greg Valentine, they're all the same. It's all the same. It's, you know, the yellow trunks, black trunks, yellow trunks, black trunks. His Hasbro, yellow trunks, like, black trunks, like, we know. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, the 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 fact that we're getting the rhythm and blues is great, but make the make the elite or you know bring back the two packs for the the legends line, and that's that'd be that'd be a hell of a two pack. Yeah, and it would go great with the build a figure Jimmy Hart from the Rumble series this past year, right? Or you can give Jimmy Hart his own legends figure. Which they they absolutely should, and I don't get why he hasn't had one yet. And he should be the chase, and he's another one that you should have the bubble on both sides so that you can see the jacket. Yep. You know, he, don't he's you a chase right there with how many how many suits that guy has? Yeah. You know, I was gonna say like, don't cheap out and make it the same figure, but one's in the front, one's a front view, one's a back view. I'd be really mad about that. You got to have the bubble on both sides to be able to showcase. And make one with a tag team that is there in the series with him, and then make the chase for the other person of the single run. So, like, they could do a Legends two pack of, say, the Nasty Boys. Yep. And then make the regular figure of Jimmy Hart the the of the Nasty Boys jacket that he would wear, like the design that he did to it. Then say you have someone like Hogan, the Mountie, anybody that he's managed as a as a single competitor. And I really think the Mountie would be a good one, to be honest with you. 
I didn't even think about the Monty. Uh... You know, or, you know, have it be. Oh, God, he's managed so many freaking people, too. You know, who else would be a, a good one that, you know, you could pair him with Earthquake? You know, do a, a you know, we know that they've got something coming out, but if you had, you know, Earthquake, Dino Bravo. Yep. Yeah, Heenan, you know, Heenan was there. Hart was there. But I really think the way that, that Hart was with his jackets, he's got to be the chase with the solo single competitor in that way there, the whole set would make sense. You know what I mean? If yeah, you did, absolutely. Um, or, you know, Heenan, you know, how he had the, you know, the glitter on the back of his jacket with the writing. That'd be a great one for Heenan, too. But I, I think Jimmy Hart would be a good one. But, you know, if you do it, you got to do it in that sort of way because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then that's also a good way to get the collectors to buy the entire series and not just those that they want, because once they realize there's connections there, they're going to be like, Oh crap, I want that. You know, you could, you could make, you could give a legends figure to Bret Hart. And then the chase could be Jimmy Hart as with Bret, Mm -hmm. because he was with him with the Hart foundation in the beginning. There's all sorts of stuff that they could do with that. I, I just think that would be the coolest way to make that series work if you had Jimmy Hart. But, you know, if you did the tag team packs, too, that would be great. If not, you got a bunch of tie-ins right there alone. But I think Jimmy Hart would be a great chase. I think he's an under underutilized figure because he had, had so many jackets and things like that that he had done. Another one who would be great in the Legends line, and we're getting him in the Ruthless Aggression line, and he just came in Series 92, would be, or 91, I'm sorry, Rob Van Dam. Yep. Rob Van Dam, hands down. Let's get an ECW Rob Van Dam. Yes. It's got to be, it's got to be the, the old, not, I don't want to say OG because it was Eastern Championship Wrestling, but when he was first there, like 97, 98, 99 type deal, yep. you know, the iconic one with the Red Dragon uh, on the ring gear would be a great one. And then make him a chase from, just like with Rey Mysterio from ECW One Night Stand, Rob Van Dam, ECW One Night Stand. Yep. Perfect. You know, I, the one where he beat Cena for the championship. Yep. As an accessory, you got to have in the background. If Cena wins, we riot. Ooh, <laughs> that, that, that was, I actually like that idea. Mattel, hire me. I, I'm full of great ideas for figures. <laughs> I, I think those would be great ideas. You know, there, there's also, like I said, there's so many different guys because now it seems like they're doing a mix. You have ruthless aggression, attitude era, the golden age, WCW. Why aren't you tapping into ECW for this Legends line? Remember, it was three people involved with the wars during the 90s. ECW was the sleeper. But if ECW had a better deal and this and that, if EC- ECW, I think, would thrive today. And with the talent they had back then, if it was like that now, they'd be killing it. Yeah. But- absolutely. 
you know, and I like the fact that like the hurricane that we got is the the long hair version because in his early elites from the what series in the seventies, he's it's the short hair version. Yeah, it was right about when they changed the box to the twenty twenty style. Yeah. Um so I think that's cool that WCW Stacy Keebler, you know, Kane and X Pac and the Legends. It's great. You know, in the in the pre-order with Molly Holly and her being the chase is awesome. You know, you could see more women involved in this line. And I'm odd at the ones that we're getting, to be honest with you. Stacy Keebler. You would have thought you'd get a Tristratus. I mean, we did just get the two Tristratus regular in the chase and the main elite line. Alita. You know who I think would be cool? Michelle McCool. Right? With a Divas title, why not? Her tag team partner, Layla. Yep. You know, there's a wide variety of names I'm kind of shocked about, like Alundra Blaze, a Bolnacano, Luna Vashon. Luna would be great. You know, if, if Dustin didn't leave in the Legends line, I would really, really be hard-pressed to not believe we would not get a Goldust and Terry Runnels. Oh, yeah. At, at least a Goldust, if if not Terry. Um, But, you know, realistically, you can't do a Terry without Goldust because then, then it just kind of makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline could be another good one. She'd be a great one. Yep. Ivory. Ivory. We never had an ivory. And she'd be cool as the chase. Oh, that would be cool if you did if you had her in the Godfather. And then have them as the chase. And she's still ivory, but in the right to censor, and he's the good father. Yep. How cool would that be? Well, let's get a let's get a right to censor set with the legends line, everyone. <laughs> Needs to happen. You know. So there's a lot of cool things they can do with this line. I I honestly hope that they would take notice listening in or watching on YouTube, either or. But uh overall, Justin, based on the legends that we have in throughout the various series one through 15 you know the road warriors ricky steamboat dusty road slaughter steve austin the rock rick martell bam bam bigelow mr perfect lex luger guys from the nwo hall nash dx various various names bob orton rowdy piper nikolai volkoff Tag teams like the Bushwhackers. We listed off names we'd love to see in the line. 
if you had to rate one to ten of all the names that they've they've picked for the legends line, what do you rate in the legends line in general? I'm going a strong eight and a half, nine. Okay. So the early series had a lot of the legends from my time, Kamala. Again, I, you know, Nikolai Volkov, but you know, we see him in another the newer series as a single. Uh, Iron Sheik, Cowboy Bob Orton, who we also see as a single, the Bushwhackers, Mr. Perfect. Is that you know, all these names I list off are names that I, I do enjoy. I'd love to see more involved from my time, big boss man, even though you know we've seen him as as newer elites. I'd love to see the big boss man again. Uh Maybe a newer Rick Martel where, you know, he comes with the sweater and, and around the weight, you know, around him and this and that and the the spray bottle. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't, you know, as I brought up with uh, the Godfather and then having to chase the good father, Papa Shango was a great character, but you can only make that figure so many times. You know, they had done so many different ultimate warriors. I'd love to see like, a Brutus beefcake. They had done a keen, but I'd love to see him in the, the different, they had him in the blue. I'd love to see, or they have him in the yellow. I'd love to see him in the blue, you know, gear that he had. I'd like to see a Tito Santana. I know everyone's kind of like, T- what? Coco beware. Yeah. My energy! <laughs> Coco would be a good one. You know, we're getting the head shrinkers. Yep. Uh, again, I thought the Nasty Boys would be great. Oh, yeah, easily. You know, here's something we don't get a lot of, and it kind of surprises me. Ric Flair. We don't get many Ric Flair figures anymore. And that's another reason why I liked your evolution idea, because I feel like we still really haven't gotten like a modern day towards the end of his run Ric Flair in the elite line. You know, they did just give us the um they did just give us the uh oh god, who the hell am I thinking? You know, the flair for the four horsemen. But it's not it's not a, a more modern flair, but I don't know if I want a more modern flair. I, I would I would definitely be happy with an early WWF flair, you know, because his Hasbro isn't the best in the classics. You know, upstairs when, you know, we get into doing uh, room showcase episodes. I've got his um, retirement figure, you know, with the from WrestleMania with the special one that they did. I've got that signed. I've got a few other Ric Flair classics signed as well. But nothing as far as Ric Flair. I, I, how about this, Justin? You want a Ric Flair Legends? Get him in the WWF gear with the WCW heavyweight belt that he brought because he paid for it. 
and get that iconic missing black robe now that we know who has it. Imagine that as the Ric Flair that you get in a Legends line. That would be really cool to see. I, I would also pinpoint out uh, we've never gotten a Tatanka with him with Money Corporation. That'd be like the last figure I'd want. But Tatanka was also in the line as well as he was in the first opening line of the Legend Series 8. Which we have met Tatanka, we've interviewed Tatanka, and we've talked about this figure with Tatanka. And next week we'll actually showcase that in the episode. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is all we have this week for Perched on the Top Rope as we talked about what we're going to do next week. Ladies and gentlemen, Make sure you find us anywhere and everywhere, even though this is perched on the top shelf. Our flagship banner is perched on the top rope. So go to youtube.com slash perched on the top rope to watch all the great interviews and everything that we've done and these episodes of Perched on the Top Shelf. You can also find our podcast anywhere and everywhere from Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Red Circle, Podbead, Podbay, you name it, we're there. It's perched on the top rope. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope. You can find us on Twitter at perched top rope. You can find us on Instagram at perched on the top rope podcast. Fans, you can also find us on TikTok at perched on the top rope, where we have a bunch of hilarious stitches with famous wrestlers. You can also find us joking around with Selena scenes, recreating the best wrestling scenes in history using Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. And if none of that tickles your fancy, well, you can go watch on our TikTok. Go watch Kevin Sullivan get humped by a dog. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Perched on the Top Shelf. Remember, if it's not in a case, you don't have the chase.